The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once, when he was serving as priest in his divisions, turned before God according to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Then, when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incense offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before them, before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers toward children and the disobedience to the understanding of the righteous, to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Then Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, my wife is advanced in years. And the angel said to him in reply, I am Gabriel, who stand before God. I was sent to speak to you and to announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to them, but remained mute. Then, when his days of ministry were completed, he went home. After this time, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she went into seclusion for five months, saying, So has the Lord done for me at a time when he has seen fit to take away my disgrace before others. The Gospel of the Lord. Okay, there's a, quite a lot uh, going on in this extended scene. And again, um, you know, taking for our context uh, this, this season of Advent, uh, you know, we have uh, a couple of points, I think, for, uh, for our uh, meditation and certainly for, for our own uh, growth in faith and, and commitment to, uh, to Jesus, uh, the, the coming King, uh, as we see really the, um, the continued unfolding of, uh, of God's plan uh, here in front of us, uh, I think the the f- the first thing, of course, is to say say a little bit s- something about the uh, the parallels between the first reading and, and the gospel. We're supposed to see them, yeah. The the figure of of Samson and uh, so on and so forth, yeah. There's there's only mild irony about the fact that I got a haircut yesterday and Samson. Okay, but this is <laughs> I gotta have to try to have to try to demonstrate then that my my preaching powers at least uh, have. Have survived the haircut, but um, per- perhaps not because I, I don't know that I, I, I don't think I'm going to go uh, all that all that deep or all that long today. But this is this is the um, the parallel there, the the figure, the dedicated figure, right? This this kind of um, extraordinary figure, Samson, uh, John the Baptist, and uh, and just as Samson did in defeating the the uh, the enemies of Israel, 
so too now uh, John the Baptist will, will do the same or do something of the same. Uh, of course, you know, the, the, the stories run in parallel in terms of God, God doing a thing that was not expected, right? God, um, in, in this sense, uh, and, and we've seen it pr- throughout, the, throughout the whole of the, the narrative of Scripture, um, you know, uh, women uh, who are, who, by, by any kind of physical determination, would not be able to bear children, find that, find that they do. The, this kind of great turnaround project of God, yeah, and I think there's there's something about the character of God that that has this story as a as a recurring theme uh, throughout Scripture, and it's it's not a simple commentary on on fertility, right? It's there is there's this sense of um, you know the um, the patient uh, expectation uh, for God to do something new that does bear fruit. Yeah, and and, bear, and bears fruit perhaps like just on the other side of what would be our our loss of the expectation, right? So it's like okay, well, yeah, I've hoped in God, and it's it starts to seem a bit bleak. It's just it's just not possible. And as soon as we kind of get over that hill of the, you know, what is and isn't possible, God is going to demonstrate His power by fulfilling the the promise. And um, there, it's quite a marvelous turnaround, and it's and it's and it's something as well to say, you know, the, the people of uh, of real say insignificance and uh, low stature, and again at the at the time, right, a, a woman uh, into her later years uh, who who has not uh, had children was the the scorn of all, right? It's like this is ma- massive amount of of disgrace heaped on this particular person. Well, that's the that's the person. That God's coming to rescue, and not just not just rescue that person, but He's rescuing that person by having them play a pivotal role in His in His rescue plan. Yeah, so the the person that everybody looks at and says that get totally on the outside, right? Not doing anything to advance the the agenda of God, the 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 hope of Israel, and so on and so forth. This person's worthless, right? Not making it happen. What? That's the person that God seems to choose, and with real frequency. To advance his his plan and his purpose. So, good news for for all of us. Yeah, that we are, we are those. You know, if if we are find ourselves as those kind of cast aside people, uh, that that we know God wants to work uh, powerful deeds uh, through exactly those kind of people. So, uh, you know, we we might find ourselves from time to time on the outs, but we know that God uh, wants to catch us up in His saving plan as well. Okay, here look at look at the preparation. Right, we have. Zechariah and Elizabeth. What do we hear? Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly, but they had no child. Okay, so there's there's is a you know a really de- determined faithfulness, right? We're, we're going to be faithful in every in every practical in every possible way. We're committed to the commandments. We're committed to to God and His way and His will and the rest. And we're we're hanging in there, right? Even though we have this. The, uh, what what would have been seen again as as a real kind of a disgrace of a situation? We're hanging in there, and we're living blamelessly to God, right? So we do it. We're doing everything that we can think to do. Yes. Yeah, so and this is similar for us as we think about you know what role we're playing advancing the plan and purpose of God. We have to start with you know baseline faithfulness, right? We have to say. You know, I might I might not know this little aspect of my vocation, how God is calling me to do this or that, where He wants me to be, what He wants me, all the rest. We might not know a whole bunch of things, 
But we do know a whole bunch of things, and we have, to, we have to live faithfully to God in the way that we already know, and that's what they're doing. They, they're kind of in a holding pattern, but it's, it's a beautiful holding pattern, right? Because it's, it's, their, it's their dogged devotion that sees them prepared to receive John, receive this child, and then play their role in the unfolding of, of the drama that uh, God himself is, is weaving. And, w- and then we see this, right? We, it's not just that you know, they're, they're hanging in there. And I think we get a glimpse of the fact that perhaps they're barely hanging in there, right? Because Zachariah in the temple is, how shall I know this? I'm an old man. I'm an old man, right? I'm an old man. My wife is advanced in years. How shall I know, right? So the, the, he's pushing back on Gabriel, right, to say, yeah, I don't know. You know, he, he's, he, before it's revealed to him that your prayer has been heard, right? The angel says, do not be afraid, Zachariah, because your prayer has been heard. And he might be thinking, well, what prayer was that? Do you know? That was a prayer that I made 50 years ago, right? I'm really not in the mood for this right now. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know that I can raise a child. Can you imagine trying to raise John the Baptist? You know, it's like, and I don't know that he knew that was coming, right? But it's like, he, the old man, I don't want to raise that child right now. Um, and he's like, your prayer has been heard. That's a sick joke, you know? Like, I wanted my prayer heard 50 years ago. I don't want to heard it now. Right? I have no use for that prayer anymore. You know, like I'm done with it. Yeah. Anyway, he's pushing, he's pushing back on the angel. That's the kind of feel that you have for the thing, which is probably one of the reasons why the angel, you know, make, makes him dumb so that he has to come out and say, what, what happened in there? You know, like, it's like, yeah, what? Okay, you're going to look like a complete fool now. But this is, I mean, look, if that's not a preparation for parenthood, right? I don't know what is. Like, an old man trying to raise John the Baptist, he's going to have to get used to a bit of humiliation. So, but that's a, he's, you know, he's, he's living his life of service. That dogged determination is faithful, right? He's, and the rest. And yet he's, and he, he's, say, he's ready and he's not. Do you know? He's ready and he's not. And this is good for us because this is our Advent theme. You know, we're ready and we're not. We're ready. We're doing the things that, that have been revealed to us. We're, we're making our way through, you know, as faithfully as we can. We're committed to the thing. Yeah, we're going to fall, we're going to get up. We're going to, we're going to get it right, we're going to get it wrong. We're going to get it right, we're going to get it wrong. You know, it's just going to, this is the unfolding of the thing. But we're, but we're ready. We want to be ready. We want to be ready. We want to be eager. And, we, and, and as uh, our Lord vis- visits us now with his revelation of, you know, here, breaking open for us, what in fact are the demands of love, right? What, what are in fact, um, the, what is in fact the, the way to increase holiness and justice, how we, how we are being called to live lives of, of more sincere and, and greater love, following, following our Lord and King, right? As he reveals them to us, our life of preparation has, has led to this moment where we can say, okay, hmm, but yes, right? It's like, yeah, ah, okay, I get it, the hesitation, right? The hesitation to pick up the call, the hesitation to look someone in the eye, right? The hesitation to give more and more of my, my time, my energy, my attention. I just don't feel as though I have it, right? God is, in fact, answering our prayer. And especially those of us who pray the most dangerous prayer in the world, right? Those of us who pray the Our Father, when he's making us, when he's making us the answer to that prayer, yeah, we, we find that we still have a lot to give. We might not feel up to the task, but he's going to give us uh, the strength and power to live to him, to live faithfully to him, and continue to grow beyond ourselves into the glorious plan of salvation that he is still unfolding before our very eyes.